Welcome to Transportation Radio. My guest today is Susan Harris. She's the CEO of ITS Australia. ITS Australia will be hosting the ITS World Congress that is going to be held in Melbourne. That's going to be October 10th through 14th. Let's start off, Susan, talking about what is the theme for this year's ITS World Congress. Yeah, the theme for this year is ITS enhancing livable cities and communities. So I think it's a, it's a great fit um, with Melbourne having been voted the world's most livable city um, for five consecutive years in a row. So it's a, a good opportunity um, to come down to Melbourne and have a look at how um, Melbourne's sort of arranged its infrastructure, its roads, rail and tram networks, and also airport and airports to work together um, providing seamless transportation that supports livable cities and communities. Each one of the ITS World Congresses has had a very full agenda, and that's obviously going to be the case again this year in Melbourne. While we can't get into the details of everything that's being offered to the attendees, what are some of the things that they can look forward to this year in October? Yes, yeah, certainly it's going to be, um, as always, but it's going to be a particularly packed program this year in Melbourne. We're, we're very proud to be showcasing the, the great um, achievements that we have in Melbourne, but also parts of our beautiful city as part of our our technical tour and our demonstrations program. In particular, we think it's really appropriate that our demonstrations area, our technology demonstration zone, will be out at Albert Park Lake. So that's the home of the Melbourne Formula One Grand Prix. Um, So we're going to have um, a really high-quality array of demonstrations there. We will be closing what's um, the Grand Prix track to, to traffic to allow for some driverless vehicle demonstrations. So this is um, opportunity for delegates to come and experience firsthand this technology as people, um, as the vehicles transition from the driver in charge through to the vehicle being in charge and back again. Um, we'll have, of course, connected vehicle displays, vehicle to infrastructure technology, um, and a host of demonstrations in that space. Um, we're also really pleased with um, the technology um, tour program that we've got on. Uh, this will be an opportunity for delegates to experience the full suite of, of modes of smart transport and smart technology, right from um, tours out to our airport, tours to the Port of Melbourne. You can either get on a boat or get on a bus, depending on which part of the port you're, you're interested in, um, and have a look at the, the Southern Hemisphere's largest container port. Uh, and then we'll also be showcasing rail systems, tram systems, our road transport network and some virtual reality experiences as well. As well as a traditionally strong program with an international lineup of speakers, there's a great opportunity to really get out and see and feel the technology as part of the Congress. As many listeners know, the ITS World Congresses are held annually and they rotate around different parts of the world, whether it be North America, Europe or this year Asia-Pacific. How is this year's ITS World Congress going to differ from some of the more recent ITS World Congresses that have been held? Yeah, sure. Certainly, you know, the pace of development in transportation is just mind-blowing at the moment. So this is a real opportunity to make sure that you come and see the latest technology um, and what's happening. Now, what's happened not only in the last 12 months, but the last couple of years since the, the event was in North America. Um, but we're also um, really excited to be showcasing and have an audience from the world's new major economies. So we'll have a really strong audience there from China, Singapore, and other countries, including Japan and Australia, of course, um, which have a different take on this technology. Um, they're great innovators. Um, so this will be a great opportunity to see what's developing in those nations, but also to connect to these really large markets and these really strong economies. Um, we're looking forward to hosting a, a really exciting exhibition 
Um, it's a beautiful convention and exhibition centre and we'll have on display there the latest technology. Um, so it's a chance to connect with other leaders and a chance to, to showcase your wares to others as well. The ITS World Congresses draw visitors from around the world, I'm sure for many. This is going to be their first visit to Australia. Is there anything uniquely Australian ITS related that they'll have a chance to see? Um, yes, yeah, so we're certainly um, encouraging people to take part in our technical tours. Um, we're really proud of our managed motorway network and our free flow tolling. While other um, cities do this well around the world, we are amongst we have been amongst the world leaders in terms of pushing that through, and then we'll see that rolled out across Australia. Um, so we're really encouraging delegates to look at not only coming to Melbourne um, and looking at what we've got to showcase here, but taking the time to visit some of our other cities and how we've been able to roll out these similar pieces of infrastructure um, across different cities um, with an interactive and integrated um, tolling system and a similar managed motorway system across major cities in Australia. And it's just a short hop on an aeroplane um, to get up to Sydney, get up to, to Brisbane and onto the Barrier Reef or maybe across to New Zealand. The other side of the coin is not only do people who are visiting Australia for the first time get to see what's going on in Australia, but Australians who are going to the ITS World Congress have an opportunity to experience what is taking place in other regions of the world. What are some of the things that they'll be able to be updated on? Yes, yeah, so I think we're really keen to make sure we get an update from, from North America and some of the, you know, there's some amazing trials and rollouts of connected vehicle technology in the US and we're very keen that our local delegates are encouraged to come along and participate to get the exposure to what's happening in North America. And likewise in Europe there's some great vehicle innovations and technology innovations there um, and particularly the work in the standards development and the regulation space. So I think there's some great um, collaboration happening internationally there and we're very keen that Australians are, are part of those conversations and these World Congress events, I think, provide a, a fabulous platform for that global interaction and sharing of knowledge in that space. And I know there are a number of government agencies in Australia that are really looking to leverage off having this pool of expertise in Melbourne for a week. So I think that those that are coming will find they've got a full agenda and um, that you've got Australians that are very keen to meet and have discussions about um, what's happening in, in your home country. While ITS Australia is serving as the host for the 23rd ITS World Congress, you're also working with partners in the Asia-Pacific region. Tell me about some of the planning that you're doing with those partners in advance of the Congress. We're working very closely with the uh, ITS Asia-Pacific team and our 11 co-members of the Asia-Pacific board there um, to really bring a really exciting uh, Asia-Pacific flavour to the event. Um, we've had great interest from uh, in large delegations from um, from Asia Pacific in coming over. It's some particular countries that have looking at the opportunity to, to charter flights to bring their delegates direct to Melbourne. Um, so we're certainly looking at quite significant numbers um, from leading ITS countries, in particular um, Singapore and Japan, um, some innovations in Taiwan in their tolling space, and then really keen to showcase that. And also from some of the emerging markets. So. We're working really closely with our, our Trade Commission to encourage delegates from, out, from India to attend uh, to really get an update of what the opportunities might be for their country. So we've certainly got uh, a large delegation coming from across the Asia-Pacific region that are keen to understand what the right opportunities are for them. So it's a perfect chance to have those discussions in a nice city with a select cross-section of representatives from the Asia-Pacific area.
while the World Congress has a very full agenda, Susan, there are opportunities during the conference or maybe even before or following the conference to spend some free time in Melbourne. Tell me a little bit about some of the things that people can explore when they're visiting. There are many opportunities in Melbourne. Melbourne is particularly well known in Australia for its food and wine culture, um, a, a real coffee culture, and, and sort of the fashion capital of Australia as well. So we're really encouraging people to, to find time in a busy schedule to get out and enjoy Melbourne, enjoy some of our, our laneways and, and the little niche restaurants in those places. So in particular, we've got um, a Taste of Melbourne scheduled for the Monday night, and we're very happy to provide some suggestions and recommendations to delegates that might want to get out and enjoy our beautiful city on the, on the Wednesday evening, which is a free evening for delegates. Um, but then there are also some great opportunities uh, for um, delegates to get out and maybe go for a drive on our Great Ocean Road on the weekend before, visit some fairy penguins, um, or take the opportunity for a trip into state. We've got technical tours in the weekend after the event taking place in Sydney and also in Brisbane. So it's a great excuse to extend the stay and then extend it to um, include a bit of a, a visit to some of our interstate destinations as well. Um, there'll be some technical tours taking place in Auckland, New Zealand on the weekend ahead of the World Congress. So particularly for North American visitors, that's a great opportunity for a stopover on your way through to Melbourne and to participate in some technical tours and see some beautiful aspects of New Zealand at the same time. Susan, thank you so much for taking the time to tell us about the 23rd ITS World Congress, which is going to be taking place in Melbourne, Australia, October 10th through 14th. Thank you very much, Bernie. Thanks for the opportunity.